Yep. All right, boys, welcome back to the TNC show. We got another episode on our hands, strictly some college football tonight. So, so. yep, we finally get here to um, first full week of football, and I think everybody's excited for it, so you know we got to talk about it. Uh, we got a new guest with us, Brody Sorensen. Let's go, uh, baby. Yep, he, he'll be able to give his two cents here on some of the things that he thinks, so hopefully uh, he brings some good content for y'all, but... Let's get strictly down to business here. Um, we're going to start discussing and predict some of the big games for week one. Uh, so I'm going to start off with just a simple game here. We'll go with Huff's game that he wanted to put on here. West Virginia versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh be minus seven. <clears throat> Huff, who do you got in this matchup? Uh, this is one of my actually favorite matchups of the college football slate. It's two former USC quarterbacks going up against each other, and JT Daniels, who's at West Virginia now, and Keaton Slovis, uh, who's at Pitt. Uh, I like – I actually don't have a pick on the spread in this game. I have the over 51. I think both defenses are very poor this year, and both return some great offensive pieces, as West Virginia has a good running back. And West Virginia – I mean, Pittsburgh, excuse me, still has a couple good receivers, even though Jordan Addison left for USC – uh, I think this will be a very high-scoring game, but I think Pitt will come out on top. But I think this is a great game, two great offenses. Sounds good. Does anybody agree or disagree with that? Anybody want to add some sense in there? Uh, I like the over on that, Huff. Um, as far as the spread goes, I'm gonna, I got to roll with Pitt on this one. Fucking uh, JT Daniels in that uh, offense – on West Virginia, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Slovis and the boys. That's some good points right there. I got nothing on it. This ain't quite the matchup I'd be looking forward to. Anybody else got something to say about this one? Otherwise, we can move on. I think an intriguing game, uh, West Virginia plus seven. Very, there you go. All right. We got people on both ends, so it's a game that means you should not bet. So there we go. Uh, let's move on to the next one here. Penn State minus three and a half versus Purdue. CJ, come on, you Big Ten guru. Since Schuster's not here, what do you think? Uh, I was actually looking at this one. I was looking to actually bet on this one. Give me Boilermakers plus three and a half. Um, Purdue was, I think, five and one in their last six games against the spread last year. And I, I know it's a new year, but you're, you're getting home underdog here. Conference play early in the year. Uh, Purdue's got the better offense, the better quarterback. Um, do they still have David Bell too, Huff? No, he went to the league, but they got uh, they got Tyron Tracy from the Hawks and uh, Charlie Jones from the Hawks as well. So they still still have yeah. a pretty pretty yeah. stacked offense. Yeah, stacked offense. Give me, there's no reason Purdue should be the underdogs, especially three and a half. Give me Purdue plus the points, easy money. Aiden O'Connell's a dog too. He's good. Yeah, better quarterback too. No, no, Sean Clifford. <laughs> Dude, Sean Clifford looked so good last year when he was healthy. Yeah, he did have too. his moments. He went out and Penn State was dog water, I think. <laughs> so is everybody uh, rocking the Purdue plus three and a half? I have, I, I have them plus three and a half and money line as well. I just think they're better. I think there's a flat out better team, and it's always hard. It's always hard to win at Purdue. So I think Purdue gets it done week one, and I think they establish themselves as a pretty good team in the Big Ten this year. I was going to Bra- say – Braden's got Penn State. Yep. Shit. Oh, that's bait. Hey, is P- Purdue, Purdue sneaky Big Ten West champs maybe or no? 
Yes, 100%. I like, I like them there, kind of. Between yeah, them and prediction. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a prediction. Give me Wisconsin. Brayden, you don't know shit. Heisman. You're talking out of your ass. All right, let's 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 move on to a, a big ranked matchup, but a lot of people would say this ain't even going to be a game. Uh, Oregon versus Georgia, it's actually at a neutral site, um, but Georgia has favored 17 points. Brody Sorensen, take it away on this one. Um, I got Georgia covering it, honestly. They lost like 20 guys in the draft, but I think they're still going to be good. Um, Brock Bowers is a stud, best tight end in college football. Stetson Bennett's not horrible, but um, yeah, I think Georgia will win by quite a bit. You think by 17 they cover this? I think they will. Wow, that's that a is lot of, a lot. It's a lot of points, I know, but I think they'll they'll kick Especially their ass. in week one. Yeah. But sometimes that means some one team's not ready to play. Does anybody think Oregon's going to cover that plus 17? No, man. <laughs> I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. I think it'll be a close I, – I actually think Oregon will cover. I as well. Yeah. I, I think – Oregon now established himself with a pretty good college quarterback. I think Bo Nix just needed a change of scenery out of Auburn. I think he had too much weight on his shoulders. I feel like at Auburn, he didn't really didn't have much besides him. And Oregon has a bunch of talent on the outside. I think, I think he's going to fit so well at Oregon. I think Georgia will win, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. Dude, Bo Nix Bo Nix had his moments. Too. Bo yeah, Nix is a dog. Bo Nix well, had his moments, dude, at Auburn where he looks scary good. Yep. All right. Uh, no, well, let me throw my two cents in here, Taman. Oh, well, Let's hear it. Then speak up there. <laughs> First off, let me say, ain't ain't nothing neutral side about this. This is being played in Atlanta, if I recall. Yep. That's, I mean, that's I... a Georgia home game <laughs> in my book. And what, just... what, what Vegas is trying to get you to do here with this line is see – Oh, we got a top, basically a top 10 matchup, 17 points. They want all the, the noobs to think this is t- too many points for a, a ranked game. It's not, man. <laughs> we got an SEC team versus a Pac-12 team. I don't, I don't even, I can even name you one player on Oregon besides Bo Nix. I don't care about the Pac-12. <laughs> SEC, like, like Brody said, Brock Bowers, one of the best players in the nation. Stetson Bennett will manage this game. 30-point dog win. Damn. Wow. Actually, <laughs> this game, it's usually a blowout, too. I believe it's the Chick-fil-A kickoff, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something <laughs> yeah, like that. I, I, I just know it's in Atlanta, if I remember right. Ain't, ain't nothing neutral side about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got a point. You got a point. All right, so it seems like we're all pretty heavily favored on the Bulldogs to take that one. But what about this other ranked matchup here of Cincinnati versus Arkansas. You know, Cincinnati had a big year last year. They obviously lost some guys. Do you think they can compete with uh, Arkansas here, with Arkansas being favored minus six and a half? Braden, what do you think? Uh, I got to start off giving a big shout-out to TC Tyler Kulander here for this one. Going with Hogs minus six and a half. <laughs> uh, I think KJ Jefferson poised for a big year in the SEC. Fair enough. I'm, you think minus six and a half, like, easy lock? Like, would you tell someone to bet it? Uh, Probably. I think Cincinnati lost too much, and they're going into a hostile environment down there. And yeah, Give me the hogs. Let, let me piggyback off that. Hogs. I'm taking them two minus six and a half. That Cincinnati team last year, we saw them. 
that that was the Cincinnati dream team. They'll never come close <laughs> to that level again. They lost Ritter. They lost Alec Pierce, Sauce Gardner, Kobe White. They lost everybody. Give me the Hogs. They got big pork KJ Jefferson at quarterback, 6'6", 260. They're, roll, they're rolling. Easy, easy cover. <laughs> Everybody locked in, man, on Arkansas? I like it. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Braden, just because you had to message me earlier about this game, we're going to make sure you go last for this next one. But, uh, Huff, how about you like this prime time matchup of Notre Dame versus Ohio State? Ohio State, though, be favored 17 whopping points in this game. This is going to be a great game. It's the head coaching debut for uh, Coach Freeman. Uh, the hype's been real about him. Uh, I hope he backs it up. Ohio State is so talented this year. They got Stroud, Smith Najiba, Marvin Harrison Jr. They are absolutely stacked they have no they have every reason to win the college football playoff this year but I'm taking Notre Dame I think it's too many points for a good team I don't trust Ohio State's defense this year and I think Notre Dame's speaking of this Notre Dame's got themselves a pretty damn good tight end too Matthew Mayer Mm -hmm. no Uh, Eli Raritan oh god yeah valley kid but uh no I think I think this will be I think Ohio State will jump out early, uh, and I think Notre Dame will eventually maybe backdoor here a little bit. Give me Notre Dame plus 17. All right, all right. Anybody else want to piggyback on that before Braden comes in here with a hot take? (laughs) Brody can go. I mean, I think Ohio State might cover this one, honestly. Um, I don't know. They've got a bunch of studs. They're going to score freaking 50, 60 points probably. So, I think I'll take Ohio State. Sounds good. John, you want to add to that, or are we going to hand this off to Brayden? No, I'm going to quickly provide my input. I think Ohio State's going to win. Just too much firepower on the offense. But this line I'm looking at right now has it as 17 and a half. So that extra half point is bait, which is which means <laughs> I, I'm completely avoiding the line. Because like, like Huff said, I could see a backdoor cover. Notre Dame running the ball. Uh, Freeman's got some good defense going on in there. So it could get greasy, especially that bait half a point. So just stay away from the spread, guys. That's fair. That's fair. Braden, why don't you uh, come in here, buddy, and make some noise? Okay. So when I first looked at this game, I figured, fuck, Ohio State's going to run away with this one. Uh, they bring back that, you know, not that whole offense, but a lot of those key pieces. But the more I looked into it and thought about it, I realized that Notre Dame usually plays these non-conference big matchups early in the season pretty tough. And so I feel like they're going to keep this one close in uh, Columbus and Marcus Freeman's debut. Give me plus 17. All righty. So I was thinking somehow, someway, you were going to have the audacity to say Notre Dame money line, but I guess. I was thinking Ohio State runaway, but nope. Nope. You're You're thinking the old Notre Dame cover, huh? So, all right, well, let's move on to the next one here. Florida State versus LSU. This be played on Sunday of this weekend. LSU is favored minus three. Uh, these are two teams that usually have some pretty good squads, so it should end up being a good game here. But, CJ, what do you think about LSU versus Florida State, LSU being minus three? Uh, well, you know, I'm a big uh, SEC guy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't know too much about uh, Florida State. 
Like, I'm going to be honest, I can't even tell you who their quarterback is. So, basically, you're telling me you're going you're going LSU the whole way. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I, I know nothing about Florida State, so I, I got to take LSU. You know their quarterback, dude. It's Travis. Ooh. Jordan Travis, you know him. No idea who that is, man. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, who's LSU? LSU? Who, who's is LSU? They don't even got, they don't got Max Jaden Johnson Daniels. no more. Arizona State. Yeah, they got Jane Daniels. And they yeah, got see, Oh yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know nothing about these teams, so I I'm gonna completely stay out of this. Well, I guess I'll pick LSU, SEC. All right, handing it off to someone else. Anybody else got some input on this game? Brian Kelly, one. too much. Brian Kelly, W for LSU. The Seminoles are back. The Seminoles are back. <laughs> Give me Florida State on the road to ruin Brian Kelly's coaching debut that they're going to make a big deal out of. I think Florida State has the firepower on offense to control them. I think Jordan Davis is going to have a hell of a year. They have this sophomore running back who's was going off at the end of the last year. His name's Trayshawn Ward. He's, he's a little short kid, but he has got wheels. If he hits the hole, he is gone. I mean, he is gone. But I think Florida State is going to be a sneaky good team in the ACC this year. Give me Florida State plus three, and maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line. <laughs> all right, all right. Brayden, you got anything to add to this game? or Nope. You... All right, sounds good. But, Brayden, I'm going to throw this next one to you. Here's a – this game, we all know who's going to kind of win this game, but Clemson's favored 22 points on Monday night versus Georgia Tech. Are you taking that line? Hammering the Tigers, man. Georgia right. Tech's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of points, man. That's, That's all there is to it. Give me Clemson. Anybody, anybody else going with the Clemson? Clemson wave. I'm hammering the Tigers. They're. I think Ugalele has an outstanding year this year. I think he just. I feel like they kind of just threw him out in the just with the Lions last year, and he had so much pressure after Lawrence leaving. I think he's finally settled into their system with Dabo, and I think he's going to be incredible this year. I think they literally blow him out by forty. Wow. Jesus. 40 is a whole shit ton of points. It's going to be 52 to 7. <laughs> I mean, that's very realistic. So. All right, moving on. Now we're going to move to the uh, in-state uh, games for week one here. Obviously, we're going to go into more depth on these two games. Um, so let's talk about the team out east here first. Uh, South Coast State comes in to Iowa City here to play the Hawks. Um, Pup, would you happen to know that line off the top of your head? Let me – you guys talk about it. I'll look at the line real quick. I'll try Sounds and pull it good. Up. Um, Brody, I heard you're a big Hawk fan. Why don't you get <laughs> South Coast State versus Iowa game? Okay, well, I'm going to take Iowa, unfortunately. Um, their defense is going to be solid all year. More question marks are going to be on their offense. I think they got a few wide receivers banged up, a bunch of young receivers. I don't even know who their running back will be this year. Gavin, it's Gavin Williams. Gavin Williams, okay, yep. And um, Petrus, I seen was named the starter over Padilla, which I don't think either of them are that good. But supposedly Petrus has um, had a good off season, which we'll guess we're going to find out and see. But no, I think Iowa will win this game, and 
their defense is all year is what's going to carry them. So I guess we'll see how they do. But I got Iowa. Yeah, Huff, did you happen to find that line? I'm still trying to find it. It wasn't on DraftKings. I'm going to see if it's on FanDuel. All right. Braden, what do you think about this game? Don't care about it. Iowa's going to win. <laughs> Ears up, baby. Ears up. John, you 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 rolling with the Hawks too? Yeah, here's what I'm going to say about it. It's going to be one of those Iowa games where they're going to like they're going to struggle for a little bit and they're just going to win in an ugly way. Kind of like when they played Colorado State last year. They were dicking around with them all game. Sweet. Mm-hmm. They beat them by they beat them by like 7. Like it's just going to be ugly Iowa football. Sweet. They're going to run the ball 80 times. Ain't watching. Ain't watching. Wow, well, oh, wow, they got Spencer Peach as a quarterback. Ten touchdowns, mm-hmm. nine interceptions last year. He's back for <laughs> six year of college. Sweetie, he, he can't get enough of Iowa City. Sweetie goes to Summit every weekend. <laughs> dicking around. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Rabbits here. That might be a bias decision. Ooh. I, I found the spread, boys. What's the spread? What's the spread? It is minus 14 and a half. <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, I honestly would probably take the Jackrabbits in that pick uh, to to cover the spread. Fourteen and a half is weird, dude. I that, don't see that Iowa. half points bait. Yeah, I don't see them like really blowing this game out of proportion. I could actually see South Coast State covering it. That might be a little biased, though. So, Huff, do you I don't, want to add anything to this game too? Sure, I will. Yeah, I really don't know what the over under is on this game, but I'm definitely if it does come out, I'm taking the under. I think Iowa's offense is literally just watching paint dry on a wall, running stretch right, <laughs> stretch left, and they get like three yards, and then they try to run a little curl, a five yard curl out on third and ten. What about the, uh, yeah, what about the bootleg? Oh, dude, don't even <laughs> don't even talk about Peaches trying to get out of the pocket. Yeah, that's fair. Uh. I think this is just a complete boring game to watch. I don't know why you'd want to watch this game this weekend. I don't know. It's a, it's a shit. It's a oh, – I can't even, can't even find a word for it. <laughs> There's no excitement for it. Yeah, yeah. All but right, let's, give me, let's, if there's a bet, give me the under. Sounds good. Let's talk about uh, the clones here and their primetime matchup they got on Saturday versus Southeast Missouri State. Uh. Don't know the line on that game, but like thirty-six or something. It's what? It's like thirty-six, I think. Oh, gotcha. Um, so I'm gonna give you uh, guys a little insight here. I happened to talk to a Iowa State football player today, and kind of got a lead on the team here. So shout out Will McLaughlin. Um, asked him what what should we expect out of Iowa State football this year. He said, honestly, he goes, it's really hard to answer right now. He goes, but I think our defense is going to be pretty solid. That might be a little biased considering he's a linebacker. A lot of key players are trying to help the, to help lead on defense. And then he goes, offensively, we need to find the chemistry that's had in the past. But I think Hunter Deckers is going to bring that to the table once he really starts getting in a groove. He said, also with him, he's an accurate passer. So he goes, with Hunter, you're going to see that he's really comfortable in the pocket and can make deep throws as well as on the move which gives him the, the ability to make big plays on his feet or throwing down the field. Uh, he's also said he's really accurate on the run, that Hunter Deckers has really been showing in practice that he can really make those plays when he needs to. And then um, I happened to ask him, what are some names to know for these Cyclones this season? And he said, here's three big names to know. 
uh, for any of us before this game starts is Cartavius Norton, Eli Sanders, and Jeremiah Cooper. He said those are three guys to really look out for that they're going to help out a lot this year on the field. Um, another big thing I had for him was what are three words to describe this new team? Because, like I said, we lost a lot of guys compared to last year. He said three words are young, talented, and then tight-knit, meaning he said they're all really close and have good chemistry. And so uh, to end this kind of little interview I had with Will today, I said – and then he also – sorry, I forgot. He also forgot to mention that they're going to be big on special teams this year. They really struggled with that the last couple of years. But they've really been trying to – especially the punt team to be really good like when it needs to be that they come in and do their job. And so uh, – Last question I asked him was, do you have anything else that any of us listeners or any of our listeners would like to know on the podcast? And he said, yeah, come and ask, come and ask me what you think after week two is what he said. So I'd like to know what you guys think about that. Makes me excited. I, I a hundred, I a hundred percent agree with them. We're going to be young. I think we have a lot of talent. It's all going to come down. It's all going to come down to our chemistry with one another. I think, I think we have one of the more talented teams in the Big Twelve, offensively, and I think we have some really good pieces on defense. And I don't know. I think this is a. I think Iowa State's kind of staying under the radar right now, and I think they'll kind of pop up after week two, week three ish, going into Big Twelve play. Yeah, I mean, Brody, you're a big Cyclone guy. What, what's sticking out to you for this year? So, I got one guy for you guys to look at. Colby Reeder, Delaware transfer. You guys heard of him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suppose, he's, suppose, he's like 25 years old, I think. Like, actually. He's like an eighth-year guy. I don't know how the heck he's still in college. But, supposedly, he's going to be good for us. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to be good this year. Um, inexperienced, definitely. A lot of new faces that are finally getting their chance to play, which is cool. Um. Just, I guess I was going to say something about that. The special teams, I hope we got that improved because that's kind yeah, of that's, that's bit us in the ass. Yeah, dude. It's been so bad for us the last couple of years. Do we have, what do we got for, uh, I guess, I don't know if you guys know, for our kicker and punter, I guess. Uh, I was, oh, I literally looked specifically at that yesterday. Because we lost Ass Alley and Mavis. Yeah. Huff could probably yeah. pull it up because he's showing on Twitter. But, yeah, but anyway. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. I think we'll be good, though. Should be a fun year. When you say good, what do you predict, like, we finish in the Big 12? <sighs> I'd like to say we get at least eight. I'd like to say we go eight and four at least. There you go. Brady, I mean, CJ, why don't you add to that? What do you guys think we go? Uh, I'd say <clears> – <throat> I think we go about five and four in Big 12. So, depending on if we beat Iowa or not, either eight and four, seven and five. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, our, our punter – well, our place kicker is Jace Gilbert, 5'10 freshman. And then our punter is also Jace Gilbert, 5'10 freshman. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, I, hopefully the special teams does come out. And it's kind of cool that he did say, you know, wait till after week two. You know, that kind of makes you excited considering we haven't beat that team out east in a few years. So, hopefully we yep. can get that done. This will be that team to do it, though. Like, we have no expectation of doing it and then – this is when we do get that done. Mm-hmm. And that just seems like how it works. But I'm pretty sure all of us would biasly take ISU here versus Southeast Missouri State, so I think I can kind of move on from there. But they ain't um, covering the 36, though. 
They always, yeah. they always dick around week one. Yep. Hide the playbook, baby. Hide the playbook, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's, that's <laughs> the gayest thing I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, all right. Well, moving on from there, let's, uh, let's talk about the five uh, big conferences we got here. Let's all choose our winner to come out. Either do you guys want to do the regular season or do you guys want to do Big Ten Championship? Or, or sorry, not Big Ten Championship, but Conference Championship. Uh, Probably just regular season. Would that be better? Yeah, it don't matter it's too much. championship because there's like two divisions in each conference. All right, that's, yeah. fair. that's fair. So, we'll just start off with the Big 12. Uh, Brayden, who's your prediction to come out of the Big 12? Um, Probably Baylor. All right. I mean, that's – you really got three choices. But, yeah, it's a good pick. Huff, who you got? I got Oklahoma. Brody? I think I'm rocking Baylor also. CJ? Baylor. Yeah, fucking horns down, baby. I'm going Baylor. Wow. I like it. I hope I hope Oklahoma wins now. Well, I wasn't <laughs> going to choose Texas. So. But, all right, now let's move on to the Big Ten here. What do you guys think about the Big Ten? Not even a question. O-H-I-O. Yep, yeah. Ohio State. Ohio State. Everybody kind of – Huff, are you going to throw some dumb shit out there or are you going to Ohio State too? Michigan. They might be be good. This is Harbaugh's year. They still have quorum, don't they? Uh, What'd you say? They got number eight. Number eight. Yeah, Michigan's eight, so – this yeah. is Harbaugh's. This is Harbaugh's year, dude. It is. I mean, that's it's really that's not a far fetched pick. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But uh, now let's move on to the gay Pac twelve. He got. I honestly, I'm gonna go first with this. One. I'm gonna be weird. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna be weird and throw something out there. I'm gonna go USC. That's not a weird pick. They're gonna be good. I mean, they're not. It's kind of weird just because you can't expect anything great. I mean, obviously, the heavy choice is probably Oregon. But no, wait, wait, Utah. What do you think, Braden? Utah. Utah's also a pig. Utah's also a pig. What do you think, uh, CJ, Brody? Uh, don't care. Ain't going to watch. Here's what I will say. I'll, I'll pick Utah just because I did watch their game versus Ohio State last year, that Rose Bowl. That was awesome. And they did – they bring back most of their guys, I believe. So I guess just give me them, but I don't care. I ain't gonna watch Pac-12. This is competitive. The Pac-12 is gonna be in a while, though. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Eh. I'd like, agree. It's gonna be like some good teams that are gonna be fun to watch. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, Utah obviously would be fun to watch. Oregon would be fun to watch. USC would probably be a good time to watch. Uh. Huff, did you get out your pick yet for the pick? Huff? I did not. I'm going to give a little sleeper. They're not ranked right now. Uh, UCLA, they bring back a lot of experience with DTR, uh, Zach Chardonnay. Their offense is damn good, but their their problem usually is defense. But I like UCLA this year. They're going to be is, pretty damn good. Is Chip Kelly still there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ain't bad, I guess. But. I got it right. Did you give out your pick? Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. I got to go with USC to win Pac-12. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's move on to the uh, ACC. Who we got here in the ACC? Pitt. 
I got Clemson. Anybody else got anything different? I do. The, NC State. I knew you were going to say that. I was going to pick them too, huh? I Devin Leary. Yep. Devin Leary. Heisman candidate right there. Devin yeah, Leary. All right. All right. Uh, who else? Has, who you got, John? Yeah, Huff took my pick. I mean, you could go Chalk and go Clemson because I do think uh, DJ is going to have a bounce back year. But I, I like NC State a lot too and Devin Leary, so I I guess I'll pick them. You get you guys uh, sleeping on the U, Miami, Florida? Uh, I, I hear the hype about them every year. I don't care yeah. about it. Tyler Van Dyke, man. <laughs> he's, good. he's good, yeah. And they Dude, got Chris, he, Cristobal now is down there. That, yeah, that Van Dyke dude has good Heisman be. odds. Yeah, he does. He's, he's, he's good. He ain't going to win nothing. Okay, last one. Uh, SEC. I mean, obviously you got Bama, and then you got Georgia. You got Texas A&M. Who you guys got? Bama. Bama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to make it interesting, but it should be pretty obvious. No, A&M should be fun, though. They had the number one class, recruiting class this year, I think, come in. So, they paid yeah. paid for a lot of their guys, I think, from what Nick Saban said. So, that'll hey. be a fun fun game when they play each other, A&M never, versus Bama. You never know, man. You just never know. Injuries could happen. You never know. Mm-hmm. So I got I got Bama, but I don't think they'll play Georgia. I think they'll play. play. I think I think they'll play Kentucky. Kentucky. Will Levis. Hmm. Georgia has to go to Kentucky this year. I think Kentucky beats them at Georgia. I mean, beats beats Georgia at their home place. And I think it's going to be Kentucky Bama. And I think Bama blows Kentucky out in the, in the SEC title game. That's actually that's a unique prediction, huh? I I'm all about that uniqueness, bro. Yes, yeah, no, I like it. I like it. So, all right, moving on. We'll move on. Uh, let's hit up the AP top 25. So, I kind of asked all of you to pick someone, a team that you think is going to end up high up in this top 25 and a team that you think may finish low in the top 25 or possibly even out of the top 25 just based on what you're seeing now. Um, CJ, why don't you go first if you'd like to go first? Someone I think is going to end up higher than they are right now. Yeah, like maybe a team not even in the top 25 that you think could end up 10 to 15 or a team that maybe is in the top 10 that you think may end up in the bottom of the top 25 or maybe even out of it. You know, something like that. Just some bold takes. All right. Uh, I'll piggybacking off my NC State. If I think they're going to win the ACC, which I do – uh, I'd say they're definitely going to finish top 10 by the end of the year. Uh, a team that's not in it now that I think will be by the end of the year, that's not ranked right now, Purdue. And a team that I think is going to drop out. Any of those goofy Pac-12 teams, because they're just all going to beat each other, and they're all going to be like 9-3 and three and get <laughs> out. Not good. It's not good football out west. I mean, it's like Oregon. Give me the, Get them out. <laughs> right, so there, there, there's my three things for you there, Tame. NC State higher, Purdue will come into the top 25 and get Oregon out. All right, all right. Braden, what do you think? Uh, 
I'm going to go with a weird one here for my sleeper team. I'm going to go with LSU. And then a team that I feel like is going to shit the bed. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to look at this here. You can take a minute. While we take a minute, let's head on to Brody. Okay, Johnson's going to disagree with me here. And I'm not a Pac-12 fan either, but I think USC will probably get at least 10 wins. And what are they, 15th or 14th? They're 14th. 14th. So I think they're, I mean, I guess they're in the middle there. They're going to jump up. By the end of the year, they'll be higher than that, I guess. My bust would be Notre Dame. And I don't think they're a bad team, but them starting off fifth ranked, I could see them three losses, possibly four to end the year, which that would be high, but they're not going to be fifth. They're going to, they're going to drop quite a bit. I think they got a pretty tough schedule. So I think they're going to end up with at least three losses. Fair enough. Fair enough. Brayden, you got a, you got a team yet picked out? Yep, I do. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. They're ranked 22nd right now, and they go by the name of Wake Forest. Sam <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hartman, their heart and soul of that team. He's out indefinitely, I think, still. And I Yeah, he has some medical him. condition. Without him going forward, I just don't think they're going to be able to be good enough to compete. So I'm going to go with them. Fair enough. I'm going to go next. Uh, I think Arkansas – can finish possibly in the top 10 by the end of the year uh, they're at 19 right now and I could possibly see if they get a big win either you know versus some of those SEC teams I could see them finishing in the top 10 um, I don't want to say this but I'm going to have to I think Utah even though they were fun to watch last year I think Utah could finish kind of in the lower half of this top 25 just with how weird that Pac-12 is over there I think they could take some losses they might not or are not supposed to so i could put them in that lower half of the top 25 um a team that i could see possibly out of it honestly i'm gonna go with michigan state their history hasn't been too good lately they haven't been super impressive i think michigan state could be a team especially just in the big 10 you know with how hard that conference is i could see them kind of bouncing around in there and maybe make it out of the top 25 so uh, how far don't you go? Uh, a riser for me. Uh, I'm going to back up my talk that I had in the SEC. I'm going to go with Kentucky. Uh, I think uh, they're very talented offensively, and they usually have a pretty stout defense. And with their schedule, uh, they got a pretty easy schedule. They get Georgia at home. Uh, they do have to go to Florida and to Tennessee, but I don't think that'll be a problem for them. Um, and then a team that will drop out for me, uh, I'm going to go Texas A&M. I'm not a high believer in Texas A&M this year. Uh, they're starting, I think, I think he's a redshirt freshman at quarterback. Uh, it's always a hard place to play. But they have a pretty brutal schedule to start the year. They have to play Miami. They have to play Arkansas. And then they play Alabama in a four-week span. Uh, I think those games could really hurt their uh, ranking. And I think they could end up not being ranked by the end of the year. All right. All right. All right. So we got two segments left. We got college football playoffs. So we're going to kind of make, and then the Heisman, we're going to kind of make these quick here. But I'll go with my playoff prediction first. I'm going to go Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and then I'm throwing Baylor in there as uh, my four in the playoffs. I'm thinking a Big 12 team can make it this year. So I'm going to go Baylor. Um, CJ, you go next. Bama, Ohio State, 
Georgia and Baylor because it doesn't matter if Alabama or Georgia has a loss. You know, the committee is going to see that. One of them beats each other. Let's get the two best teams in there. All right? Yep. I'm not doing the ACC Pac-12 bullshit. <laughs> All right? So get the two best teams in there. Get pe- what people want to see. Get good football. All right? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Baylor. Brad? Alabama one, Ohio State two, Georgia three. And this one's kind of bullshit, but I'm going to go USC four. Fucking right. the fucking Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap them up, boys. Wrap them up. Going for the Trojans. <laughs> Brain, come on. Throw it in there. Uh, Bama, Georgia. Or no. Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Utah. Ooh. Whoa. I like it. <laughs> Damn rising, bitch. Hub, <laughs> Hub, you're the last one. All right. Um, let's go uh, Ohio State, Bama, uh, oh, Oklahoma, Ooh. and Clemson. Fair enough. Fair enough. Huff, huge... I thought you just no, said – No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. I did not mean to say Clemson. I did not mean to say Clemson. Thank you, Johnson. <laughs> NC State. Uh, time out. Time out. I got. I got to rethink this. Ohio <laughs> State, Bama, uh, Oklahoma. Pick your whole pack, man. <laughs> I have to do it. I'm gonna be high on NC State this year. Let's go. Let's go, Wolf Pack. Woo. Go Wolfpack, baby. Wow. That's bold. <laughs> so, Huff, I'm going right back to you. Or do you want me to pick you last on this Heisman? Pick, pick me last. All right, all right. Uh, Brayden, why don't you go first with your Heisman pick? No, I don't want to go. Somebody else go. All right, fine. John. So, I could go chalk here and say C.J. Stroud, yeah. but I ain't going to do it. I'm going to pick his teammate, Jackson Smith and Jigba. We, we've, seen, we've seen receivers do it before. Two years ago, Devontae Smith. He's going to have a season like that, but better. We saw it in the Rose Bowl. He looked like Calvin Johnson amongst the Utah Utes. And we're going to see that game in, game out this 2022 season. He's my Heisman pick. All right. Brady, why don't you go? All right, boys. We're going to be ripping darts on the sideline. I got Jackson Dart, quarterback Ole Miss. He's going to thrive under Lane Kiffin. Book it. Wow. <laughs> Book it. Wow. Yeah, wow. That is a pick. That is a pick. I'm going with uh, I'm going with a pick here. I'm going with Will Anderson Jr. Wow. He's a dog. He's a dog. Wow. I, think, I think he gets her done, man. You think, think, a deep, you think a defensive player is winning her this year? Yeah. I really wow. do, and I think that uh, that Alabama defense is good enough to where not all the pressure is going to be on him because obviously they're loaded, so he can really uh, boost his statistics. You know, he's not going to be getting double teamed by linemen or something like that. You know, they got to deal with the D line in itself. I think Will Anderson's going to do his thing again this year, maybe even better than last year. He wins it. So, Braden, back to you, man. I'm uh, going Bryce Young back to back. Jeez, damn, what a pick! All right, huh? 
the white lefty Devin Leary. <laughs> I'm high on the wolf pack this year, man. I think I, I know I'm I'm not kidding, dude. They're gonna shock so many people this year. I I think NC State goes undefeated, and I think they make the college football playoff, and they'll probably shit the bed like they like Cincinnati did. But with their schedule, I I really like their chances this year. They have to play Texas Tech and the the game that they'll decide, it'll come down to when they have to go to Clemson. If they beat Clemson at Clemson, they're going to the football. They're going to the playoffs. You're going to go haywire. Go haywire. De- Devin Leary. Devin Leary Heisman this year. Book it. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for all y'all before we end this segment here just quick. What's your, how do you think Spencer Rattler is going to do this year? Oh, yeah. Or Media. Horrible. Media. <laughs> I, think he's, Media. I, think, I think he's the most overrated quarterback in the country. <laughs> So like, good like, pro caliber or no? No, no. Fair enough. I just didn't know what you guys thought. They'll go six and six probably, and he's gonna be mid. Go Gamecocks, baby! <laughs> that Mizzou Tigers in the East, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, they play. Hey, they play tomorrow. Big game for them. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Plus twenty. Book it. Yeah. Go dogs. Go dogs. All right, fellas, thanks for the episode. All right, it was good stuff. It was fun. Brody, thanks for joining us. First time on. Hopefully not your last. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, it's a good time, man. It's a good time. So, CJ, thanks again for coming, buddy. You know, the viewers love it when you're on here. Love your comedy. Brayden, glad you could be with us again. Huff, go you know Wolfpack. How it is, man. <laughs> you know how it is. Go Wolfpack, baby. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you. Thanks.